Hello and welcome to Sons of the Dragon, the Immortal Iron Fist podcast. My name is Connor McKenna. And I'm Carl Stout. And we are back. We actually tried to record this last week, but we had four recordings going, I kid you not, and none of them worked, so... All failed. Yeah, but we're back, here again, and we are covering Iron Fist The Phantom Limb. Uh, the first release of it, which contains chapters 1 and 2. It's digital only right now. So, yeah, but before that, Iron Fist news. Uh, there's not much. Uh, Iron Fist is still cancelled. Yeah, the season 2 review's coming, but it is delayed because... I just, I'm still, I still don't have the energy or desire to record a season 2 review after the cancellation. A lot of it revolved around season three, and but uh, the people who did send in feedback, I will reach out to you, see if you want to send different feedback because it's been a long time. Thoughts might have changed, and especially in light of the cancellation, reviews might have changed as well. So there's that. There is the Iron Fist and Typhoid Mary series coming out soon, and as Carl pointed out. All the variants are already going for crazy prices, despite the fact that it hasn't been released yet. So, yeah, it's ridiculous. Thirty-five dollars for an issue that's not even out. Yep. Um. Yeah. So don't uh, unless you see a variant you really, really like, don't be a sucker. Give them the ridiculous money that they're asking for. Uh, but yes. I believe that's everything. Oh, yeah, obviously Luke Cage was cancelled since our last episode. That also really sucks because I really liked the ending to Season 2 of Luke Cage, and I was very interested to see where it was going with Season 3. Yeah, did you did you see the supposed reasons why Iron Fist and Luke Cage were cancelled, now released by Netflix? Um, well, we know why Luke Cage was cancelled, I'm pretty sure. Well, why? And, well, because they had... um. Oh, I can't get the exact thing up now, but they wanted they wanted the showrunner to change the script and then reduce it from 13 to 10 episodes. And then they essentially they just eventually had what they call creative differences. And uh, that's that's not cancel. what they've been posting for the last two weeks online. Yeah, what they've been saying recently is that it had a massive decrease in viewership. Yeah. They um, said Iron, Iron Fist lost three-quarters of its audience. Of course, we don't know what the numbers are because they've never released the numbers. They just said Iron Fist lost yeah. three or two thirds. Iron Fist was two thirds of the audience did not come back for season two. Luke Cage was fifty percent of the audience did not come back for season two. And now, just yesterday, they have posted that Daredevil, as of right now, has only had fifty percent of the audience return for season two three. Yeah, it's been so long since season two of Daredevil, and Defenders left a really bad taste in a lot of people's mouths. Which is funny because I know non-comic book fans all love the Defenders. Yeah, um, I don't really know anyone who thought it was that great. 
But either way, so Defenders killed it for a lot of... I don't know, I guess it killed it for a lot of people, um, which is what I hear all the time. And the fact that we know there's no Defenders 2 now, so there's no MCU thing where you have to watch each show to get up to speed on everything happening. So I guess that could be a pretty big reason that Daredevil's gone down. Plus, a lot of people didn't think Daredevil Season 2 was that good because a lot of people got annoyed by the ninjas. So I'm not surprised Daredevil Season 3 viewership's down. Uh, But, I mean, I remember Season 3 of Daredevil has been... It was, you know, getting mentioned a lot. Uh, Iron Fist Season 2 was trending on Twitter a lot. Uh, Broke the Rotten Tomatoes record. Uh, But I guess that... Wasn't enough for Iron Fist. We'll see how we go with Daredevil Season 4. I hope we get it because I like the character Daredevil. And, you know, having a TV show about Daredevil is always going to be neat. But I, after Iron Fist and Luke Cage, I am ready to... I'm prepared for the blow if it gets cancelled. <laughs> and I, I just... I know that the slogans... They posted immediately after Iron Fist, you know, the statement they released was the immortal Iron Fist will live on, and then we have the Luke Cage picture keep going forward, but I don't uh, I don't know, I'm not sold that we're getting any Power Man and Iron Fist or that they're continuing on in any form. I think it just might be dead, but hey, hope I'm wrong. But yeah, what are your thoughts, Carl? Uh, I don't know. We're really gonna have to see what happens with the Disney streaming service. That's that's when we're gonna we're gonna get our answers. So until then, it's literally a guessing game. Yeah, there's 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 no info to like go off of any sort of thing coming up. So, but yeah, uh, Iron Fist comics are still around though. Yay! And, uh, yeah, interesting ones at that. Um, so here we have Iron Fist: The Phantom Limb which is the writer, is Clay McLeod Chapman. Gilmero Sana is the artist. Lee Loveridge is the colour artist. VCs Travis Lanham is the letterer. Koi Fam and Chris Sotomayor are the cover artists. I probably just butchered those names. Uh, I think you got them. Lauren Amaro is the assistant editor. Devin Lewis is the editor. Nick Lau is the executive editor. Ooh, C.B. Sabolski is the editor-in-chief. Joe Casada is the chief creative officer. Dan Buckley is the president. Alan Fine is the executive producer. Uh, Donald Trump is the president of the United States. And God is president of the Earth and the universe. Uh, the Big Bang created everything. Have I gone far enough yet? I don't know. Because there's so many names here. <laughs> But, uh, yeah, so we have a cover of Iron Fist standing there in the dark. It's a completely black cover with Iron Fist in his new costume, his new jumpsuit. Which, unfortunately, does not make an appearance in this issue, anyway. Does not make an appearance in this issue, and he's doing, like, a pseudo-knife hand in front of him, and he's got a chambered fist, and it looks a good cover. I like it. And the, 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 the one thing I find interesting is that I, I'm, I'm literally noticing something new every time I look at this issue. I did go. not, I did not notice what they did to the S until just now. I didn't either. 
it's almost yin yang esque. Yeah. And with the Phantom Limb logo, the uh, for those of you who have not seen it, the M is a hand. Yes. It's like a goofy logo. And the, the Iron Fist logo is the same, except for the S, but without the nuts and bolts in it. Like, the same as the classic logo, I mean. So, the recap here is Daniel Rand, orphan in the mystical city of Kunlun as a child, grew up to conquer a series of trials to become the Iron Fist, Kunlun's chief field defender of the innocent. Although Kunlun no longer stands, Danny remains ever dedicated to his role as a protector, his efforts as Iron Fist now focused on his childhood home of New York City. Because New York City apparently doesn't have any heroes there to look after it. So many other cities in the world that need heroes, but, uh, yeah, New York doesn't have, like, a million of them. And all of their biggest heroes as well. Uh, anyway. Yeah, so obviously there's that statement, Kunlun no longer stands. But that's... Yes, it is not the case in current Iron Fist continuity. So this story would have had to have taken place some point in the past. Research? What's that? I'm just saying, if we're we're going with in-universe explanation, it has to take place at some point in the past. There's obviously the out-of thing be out of in-universe thing, whereas they're just trying to make it link to the TV show more, mm-hmm. or uh, they just don't know that Kunlun has come back a while ago, but I find the former more likely, or maybe this was written ages ago, I don't know. Um, that also is the brand I hate the most, I call that the Iron Chicken. But either way, uh, Kunlun no longer standing suits the story and the tone of the story more, so... There is that. The Wrecker! Yes, so we open up with Iron Fist fighting our friend the Wrecker, part of the Wrecking Crew, on top of a Ferris wheel. And there's a bunch of explosives rigged on the Ferris wheel, and Iron Fist is wearing his god-awful white costume. Go, go, Power Rangers! Doesn't look as bad here because of the art style, but yes, it's a very nice opening... Panel very Halloweeny. You got the it's very orange and black. I like the two drunk guys hugging each other behind a news van next to Iron Fist's head. <laughs> like, hey, hey. yeah, well, this is drunk guys. Whoa. Check oh, a, it out. It's an awesome Halloween style cover. Uh, I well, not cover page. I really like the atmosphere of this page. I love the tone it sets. As you guys will find out during this episode, I'm a big sucker for dark horror or, you know, just gloomy, atmospheric stuff. And this this page I really like. So Speaking of dark horror, Tomb of Dracula on the bus, which collects, I think, the first 40-plus issues of Tomb of Dracula plus some other guest appearances, just was re-released in hardcover. Uh, you can pick it up at, it's $100 American, but you can pick it up for easily $70 or less at a bunch of websites. Unbelievable horror. Uh, back when there was actual words in comic books, so you couldn't rip through them in three minutes. Great investment for any collection. Yep. You heard it here, guys. Tomb of Dracula is out. 
Um, out, out again, it's actually the second printing because the original printings were at one time going for over $300 an issue for that hardcover. Those prices have, of course, dropped massively since the reprint has just hit. Yeah. I also like the guy's sh- shocked face in the carriage that they're standing on looking up like, oh, my God. Yeah, but he's uh, – Rekka looks good here. He looks uh, very – I don't know. He looks cartoony, but – Villainous, if that makes sense. <laughs> oh, it's 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 it, when you when you look at this page, you'll see what I mean and why I like it. It's kind of like a weird, twisted Scooby Doo page. Um, <laughs> the news reporter is saying that they're told that there are several explosives rigged to several of the cars in the ride. That are confirmed. There's over seventy passengers on board, families and children. Yeah, we're all watching this unfold live as Iron Fist continues to rescue those people trapped within. So we have Iron, then we cut to the next page, which is Iron Fist and Wrecker fighting on top of the Ferris wheel, and Iron Fist has reached down and freed some people from the carriage they're on, mm-hmm. and Iron Fist's kicks seem to be at least throwing him off balance, so Wrecker, I don't know, I mean, that wouldn't have worked 40 years ago, but hey, times change, power levels 40, fluctuate. 20, I mean, honestly... Wrecker is on the level of four for strength-wise, and uh, unless he's hitting him with the Iron Fist, which he's obviously not, he shouldn't even be making a dent. Yeah, Danny's kicking the crap out of him without the Iron Fist, and he kicks him off what well, looks like it's sort of off of the carriage. You see him falling down, and I believe they're on a carriage that's at the top of the Ferris wheel now, and he's trying to free... Yeah, because he's jumped up. He's trying to free a mother... And her son, and there's dynamite on top of the carriage. Dynamite goes off. They start falling down. The mother's wrapped her hands around Danny's neck. And Danny's holding on to the kid. And he's telling the kid to climb up. But uh, Iron Fist loses his grip on the kid, and the kid can't climb up. So the kid falls. And we have sort of in a monologue... Here going, they look like such strong hands, don't they? Even with all their strength, I couldn't hold on. He slips right through my fingers. What good are these hands now? And we cut to... Lola. I hate to say it, but that's from something else. Is it? What's yeah, it from? There's, there's something else that I either saw or somebody's literally sitting... I think it's from a movie... It could just be a similar. And he's saying they look like such strong hands. Well, I'm going to look it up. Uh, there's that, that they look like big, good, strong hands, don't they? That's from the never-ending story, but the rest of the quote is not. There we go. The rest of the crop quote is, uh, yeah, not from that. So it's probably where you recognize it from. But uh, do you still think this is the best panel in the comic, this Lower East Side days later? Oh, yeah, this is still the, a, a great setup, great forced perspective, great colors. Yeah. Um, it's it's a, This is my favorite panel. My favorite page is the one you didn't recognize as a hand earlier. <laughs> yeah, so, yeah, it's very neon, neon lights, very moody street, 
and we have a tarot booth, and there's a tarot lady out there uh, trying to palm her trade. Well, no pun intended. Trying to ply her trade, and then the kid walks up, looking uh, pretty worse for wear, kind of dead. Uh, the kid that fell from the elevator, and he tells this tarot lady to show him. So they walk into her tarot place. And now, let's be completely honest here. This woman's out here making a living. This kid shows up looking like he's been through a dumpster, and he's asking for a freebie, and she takes him in. Well, he says future, only $5, quite a pittance for such an extraordinary service. I think he's just saying it's really cheap. I don't think he's like. I don't think he's announced that he's going to get a freebie or anything. I think she expects him to pay. Either yeah, way, well, it won't matter. What I'm saying is that there's no way looking at this kid that she would even think he has money. I don't know. I'll have to publicly dispute Carl on this. You, you heard it here, folks. Connor v. Carl. Don't want to no, podcast. Um, but yeah, so she starts reading his palm, and she's like, let's see what the future holds for you, Mr... Can't pronounce that, but it is the Chinese word for demons, plural. Yo, from yo, guy. Yeah, yo, yo. that sounds Something about like that. right. If we're wrong, sorry, we're not racist, we just don't know how to pronounce stuff, etc. Send hate mail to blah, blah, blah. Uh, and so she starts reading his palm, it gets all weird, and then stuff comes out of it. Uh, like strings, little vein strings or something, and breaks her hand. And then oh, her finger. Finger, sorry. But then, like, all of her hands and fingers are breaking and they're going crazy. And it's a weird body horror thing where all her limbs start breaking. It's like she's turning into a freaking tree thing. And then she sort of starts turning into this, like, really grotesque monster. Um, like a lot of these are just really hard to describe. Uh, the art's fantastic for these sequences, by the way. Just think, John Carpenter's the thing. Yeah, think the thing. This is the most similar thing. Like it's body horror, and the most similar body horror I've seen is in John Carpenter's The Thing, which is my second favorite horror movie of all time because it's fantastic. And you should go watch John Carpenter's The Thing, and then you should read this issue. Second, what's the first? Uh, the Exorcist. Really? Yeah, it's just a, not not for like ooh it's scary, but it's just the characters are so well written in that movie, and the movie itself is so well written and unsettling that yeah, it's my favorite one. Why? What's your favorite? Well, the thing is my favorite. Oh, okay. <laughs> now, have you seen the Kickstarter? The Kickstarter. They found the complete novel. That the thing is based upon. But isn't the thing a remake of the thing from Outer Space? Right, but it's still the thing. So they found the novel that the thing from Outer Space was based off. The thing from Outer Space was based on the short story, which was the novel severely cut down to be published in a magazine. Oh, so they found the whole novel. The whole novel has been found. What's with the Kickstarter? uh, Publishing it. For the first time. Wow. In hardcover. And it's not even a lot of money. I think it's like 20 bucks. Huh. That'll be interesting. 
And if you don't even want to do the 20 bucks, I think there's an $8 or $12 option to get it to you digitally. Yeah, sounds but, like a anyways. worthwhile investment if you have the money. But yeah, so yeah, this crap straight out of the thing. She's all over the place. <laughs> um, and then we cut to... Oh, well, actually, you have to, you have to we'll, get into yeah, his yeah. little rant about cheap parlor yeah, yeah. cheapening the Charlins of mockery of my power for far too long. Yeah, he's saying you all these... You now have the touch, I have touched you, so you... So too will your touch. Will you touch others, and that they others still spread my gospel to those who would seek your guidance? So basically, he's almost made like a phantasmal body morphing horror disease, and she's the start of it. Yeah, she's uh, ground zero for what he's just created. Well, they're like getting possessed or something, or he's like turning them into his minions. Uh, who knows exactly what's going on? Also, you totally butchered that speech. <laughs> oh yeah. Um, yeah, he's he's essentially getting it's he's essentially getting up them is like all of these fake psychics or whatever they're just making a mockery of his powers. He says that in my powers, um, and he says you have turned can't pronounce that word, but the closest thing I could find was like <laughs> necromancy. But we summarize that it actually means. What did we decide it mean? I don't know. Whatever. You no idea. Turned uh, essentially psychic stuff, I guess. Fortune telling, seeing the future, stuff like that. Um, and he's just mad that they've turned it into like a cheap trick and there's real power. I don't know. You know, the, the usual sort of shtick. Um, he's like, hey, bring me friends. Spread the word. There are so many... Oh, man, I can't pronounce that. Can you pronounce that? No. There's so many people. Chirologists. Yeah, oh, man, we're going to sound so stupid when this gets released. Um, But he's saying, yeah, in the city to visit, so many friends to welcome to our home. So he's going to hunt down more fortune tellers, pretty much. Yep. Uh, And uh, Danny wakes up. Bad Um, dream. He's with a red-headed chick who I originally thought was Colleen. But it's not because that's good because I am waiting for Marvel to pair them together. Um, oh, that's going to happen. You know it. Well, if the show kept going, it would probably happen. But if the show kept going and was well liked, it would happen. But I don't think we have to worry about it. But yeah, he's had a white night stand with a redheaded chick with tattoos all over her, which is sort of, you know, how you know it's not Colleen. And plus, yeah, she asks, she knows he's Iron Fist because it's public knowledge now. And Danny says he's not in the habit of downing boiler makers. Because he's covered in sweat. Yes. From his bad dream. Yeah. She's basically being quite friendly with him, saying, you know, if you need someone to talk to, blah, blah, blah. She also comments on his love line on his hand, but then writes her phone number on it. Yeah, she's like, I can read your palms, you know. Let's see if you've got a second date in your future. And then she writes the phone number on his hand. And originally I thought, like, wait, oh, she's an actual palm reader, but no, it's just some, as Rebecca pointed out, it's just some really lame sort of pickup line. Uh, <laughs> I just feel like, yeah, uh, we talked about this before, I just feel like no one really says that, do they? It feels like it's just too, it ties in too much to what's going on. It doesn't feel natural, if you know what I mean. 
Like just yeah. her saying, "Oh, I can read palms," as like a joke. It's like, yeah, it it was way too coincidental that actually made me think she was a palm reader, as opposed to just you know a throwaway line of dialogue. But yeah, she knows about what happened to him and the kid. Uh, it's I guess everyone knows because it's public news. Yeah, because on um, the very next panel, you see it on the front page of the newspaper. And the number's quite faded as well. So, obviously, I don't think he plans to call her. And, uh, yeah. Right. It's on the front page of the paper. Iron Fist loses grip. Little boy in critical condition. Uh, paper must be a few days old because the kid's dead. That we know of. And um, also, again, no research done here because, like we discussed earlier in the original recording, why wasn't Danny there using his chief power to heal the boy? Well, that, that's the other thing, though. I did say, can he heal some? Can he heal someone who's fallen and broken like all of their bones? I don't think he has the ability to heal that much damage. We've never seen him heal that much damage. True. He's healed like he's healed like a stab wound. Uh, he healed poison in the show. He shot a bullet, but that was out of his own chest. We've never seen him heal anyone with that much damage. Like he can't. Like if the kid, yeah. It's oh, borderline. In the, ori- in the original run, he cures himself of cancer. That's himself, though. Like he has the yeah. chi of Shaolin within him. Um, you know, as, as much as he tries, I'm betting he can't like put that into other people. I don't know. I buy it that yes, it could be the writers don't know that he can heal people with chi. But on the other hand, that kid took a lot of damage. Like think D and D, he probably took like eighty extra damage from that fall. So. <laughs> <laughs> Um, so I don't. I think it's beyond his abilities to heal that. Just not hitting. He lost two death saves. <laughs> and if he can heal everything, then it's boring. You know what I mean? If yeah, he can yeah. heal that much damage, like nothing. I mean, we. I remember we were talking about. You're so young in, to be so tainted. Wow. <laughs> I remember we were talking about back in Damnation. I was like, why isn't Danny healing Orson? Why isn't Danny healing Orson? And then the next issue, he was healing Orson. But, like, he was... You know, when Orson was dying, he couldn't heal him then. And I feel like Orson had taken less damage than this kid had. Again, I'm saying damage like it's D&D, but whatever. Um, <laughs> should run, like, an Iron Fist D&D group where everyone plays monks. That'd be awesome. Yeah. That's... Or starts off in combat. <laughs> That, that that would be cool. Anyway, that, that tangent over. Um, Danny's walking down the street, depressed. Uh, another great page, great colours, like the sort of neon palm reader colours, very dark. Well, not dark street, but, you know, it's night time. It's very moody. Uh, I don't want to... very, like... I don't know. It just looks really nice. Some more and, inner monologue. Yeah, when I needed them the most, my hands failed me. Now I want nothing more in this world than to punch something, anything hard, over and over again until I bleed, until the bones break, until I can't feel anything at all. So Dan, Danny's obviously, he's trained, like, his hands, he's trained all his life, uh, the iron fist, and he couldn't even hold on to a kid that's torn him up a lot. Right, Which he is, looks in the window and he even sees the reflection of the kid falling. Which is understandable, because his hands are tough, and yeah, I would feel bad too. Um, but it's, it's, it's you know, shit happens. It's the gig. 
he passes another palm reader who's been unaffected so far, and she goes, idle hands, and he says, come again. Devils play things. They, they say, strong hands like yours, they're wasting away. Would you like to see what your future holds? No, thanks. Just got my comrade. Turned out, wasn't my future. So <laughs> that means no second date for Tattoo Colleen lookalike. Um, not, not the one I deserve. No second right. date because Danny's self-loathing. It's not you, it's me. But we have these two college girls coming in for a palm reading. And uh, the palm reader's like, your hand, please. And they're like, oh, Oscar, if you'll become homecoming queen. <laughs> um, <laughs> but uh, she starts reading the palm, and she starts getting really creepy about it. She's like, ooh, look at these three short lines on your palm, how they intersect. That is called a star. A star is very telling, very special. It can be a window to other worlds, a door. And the chick's kind of like, oh, girl, you're hurting me. And when the star rests directly on the sunline like yours, an eclipse of skin, it means you're ready to receive. Your body is a ripe vessel. And uh, this... Punches her finger through the center of her hand as she goes full. John Carpenter's the thing on her. Yeah, this is like the last scene in the thing where everything's just completely crazy. <laughs> because, like, yeah, you just look at this and you're like, hey, this is an Iron Fist comedy. Just missing the dinosaur head. It's not a horror comic, it's an Iron Fist comic. Well, I guess this is an Iron Fist horror comic. Not, not according to this panel. Or page, rather. This is a full page of body-morphing horror madness. And it's amazing. I love it. I love this page. I love... Yeah, I love my horror. I love my gross, incomprehensible evils. And, yeah. there's. I mean, as we said, as we recorded this before, like... Just you just just read this issue for yourself because you can't really describe a lot of this stuff, which which is how you sort of know it's good art. Mm-hmm. Like for the for like if you're going for grotesque monsters and you can't really describe them, that's like that's you're doing it right. You know. No, well, we're saying grotesque monsters. We're not talking about stuff that's drawn to the point where you're going to want to wretch. We're yeah, just yeah, like, no. This is this is uh. This it's is not, a horror. This is a horror. This is not disgusting. This is not like, oh my god, uh, I can't even look at it. It's, it's just not like, gore. holy holy crap. This is more like that. Yeah, it's not gore, it's horror. Like, it's gory, but you know what I mean? There's like there's a difference between gore yes, and horror. And this, is, this is more the sort of alien, kind of gross sort of horror. It's, it's not like uh, Hellraiser or anything like that. Mm-hmm. Well, it is a bit like Hellraiser, but not to the, you know, hey, this is really and, gross. Uh, in our original recording, we had Rebecca here with us, and she commented that horror wasn't really her thing, but she didn't have an issue with this. Yeah. And uh, she also brought up the fact that The Immortal Hulk, which she is reading, is pretty much a horror book. And I actually looked at a couple issues, and she's not kidding. That's some messed up stuff going on in that book. Sounds pretty awesome. Uh... It's definitely an interesting premise where you have, uh, and spoiler alert, Bruce Banner can die. And dies a couple times, but guess what? It takes a couple hours sometimes, but the Hulk wakes up every time Bruce does actually die. Okay. Uh, So that's why he's the immortal Hulk, because you can kill Bruce all you want, but the Hulk's going to keep bringing him back. Yeah. Yeah. 
Um, so we go back to some yes. inner monologue as Danny is punching stuff. Yeah, he's he's punching this uh, wall. Uh, it's kind of like that scene from episode one of season two of Iron Fist, where he's punching the door with the Iron Fist hand on, except this is way less dumb because he's punching a wall without his Iron Fist on, and it's not just like a door. Because like he to- like even in the physics of Netflix, he totally should have broken that door with his Iron Fist. Um, yes. But whatever. Uh, this is essentially Iron Fist's equivalent of self-mutilation. He's just trying to hurt himself. Like, that's all he's trying to do here. Secret cutting. Um, pretty much, yeah. Uh, he's, he's again going on about his hands. What good are his hands if he can't even protect the people he swore to help? He put so much work into his hands and they're worthless. You know, he can't even hold on to a kid. Um... Yeah, but he... All he feels now is worthless, essentially, and useless, but he refuses to fight, and he refuses to let anger fuel him. But it's still within him, and he can feel it clashing with his chi, tainting it. Before I can use my chi again, I need to exercise this demon. If I don't, it could... I could lose myself to it, so I hit, and I hit, and I hit... And this rage won't let me go. Now that's something, like I haven't, I can't recall really seeing this in an Iron Fist comic. How anger could taint his chi, or the use of his chi. Has that popped up before? Because I don't remember. Originally, it was the excuse for the red costume. I thought the red costume was just he got moody in the press, so he put on a red costume. Like, I don't think it actually changed any of his powers or anything, did it? No, his no, his powers didn't change. The costume changed color, and I think even in later on in, I think it might have been a Black Panther appearance. His costume, I think, I think his costume literally turns from green to red because of something that happens. Look at those. Uh lingering symbiote origins in there, guys. Smooth costume. Yeah, but, well, I guess I guess this really is the first time it's... Costume's red, leave him alone, leave him alone. <laughs> oh, wow, what if it's black? Yeah, if it really leave him alone, then. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, this... I really like this idea of anger and, like, impurity affecting his chi and corrupting him or not being able to use it as effectively... I feel like that's what they should have went with in Iron Fist Season 2 instead of the sort of addiction thing, which I still think doesn't really make much sense in the context of its own show. More on that in the Season 2 review, but... Yeah, like, instead of addiction, they should have just done... You know, because he was angry, his anger should just affect the way his chi works, or, like... So, okay, so for the... Alright, I, I, th- I was saying that um, anger affecting his chi and corrupting him would have made a lot more sense for the show than using it as an addiction thing. Oh yeah, definitely. Because the addiction thing doesn't even make sense in context of season one. Mm-hmm. But, like, if if they did it how, oh, Danny's too angry to use it effectively and he needs to, like... Because he gives the Iron Fist to Colleen because he says, you know, I'm addicted to it and it's changing me, and blah, blah, blah. But 
he didn't do anything bad with the Iron Fist. Like, he was actually doing a good job cleaning yeah, up right. the triads. Like, mm-hmm. if he killed someone by, like, just... If he killed someone because he wanted to use the Iron Fist too much, or, like, he had it on too much and he killed someone, or he got too angry and he killed someone, then I could understand him giving it up. But he never did anything bad when he had the Iron Fist. Like, he did a good job, so... Yeah, or he put he put somebody in the hospital because he was overdoing it, and an innocent bystander got hurt. When wait, an innocent bystander got hurt because of him? I oh, I'm saying that would make more sense. Oh, yeah, no, definitely. Like, because he's going on. It's like, like when, dude, he, when he when he punched the engine block out of the truck, and the yeah. engine block landed on someone else's car, and the two people in the front seat wound up in the hospital because he did that. Then I could say, okay, that would make a little sense. He was going way overboard. He didn't need to do all that. But yeah, that didn't show us. It didn't show us him doing anything wrong. Like he was a good Iron Fist. Like he, right? Uh, yeah. So anyway, I guess that's more for the season two review. But I guess my point is, I really like this anger tainting his chi, and he has to sort of get it out of his system. Or, right, you now know, for my favorite page. Yes, uh, Giants. Uh, the other page with the whole body morph thing was cool, but I like this one better. This is almost like something out of the Book of the Dead from the Evil Dead series. The whole entire panel setup is in the shape of a palm or a Maybe hand. Maybe it is. With uh, cryptic writing and symbols and all kinds of stuff around it as we see little devil boy or demon boy or whoever he is. The Armin. <laughs> Damien. Yeah. Uh, visiting other palm readers in turning them to his little mutated mercenaries, including one person becoming like a giant human centipede. Don't ever watch those movies. Oh, darn. <laughs> I, love, I love the dude in the pinky finger. He looks cool. Like he's, I don't know, all these guys just look really crazy. Um, and the, uh, it's just, just, just read the book. Just... just know what we're talking about because all these monster designs are really cool um and yeah the giant the the whole page all of the panels are parts of the hand parts of a hand which i didn't actually pick up on when i read this first and carl thought that was hilarious um but yeah uh well it, it does take away from the fact that one it's digital so you don't have the page in your hand and yeah. most most computer screens are set up that when you turn to that page, you're only getting part of the page. So you have to scroll down. So it's not like it's if yeah. you were holding a comic and you turn. I would the see page, the whole picture. Right. It'd be blatantly obvious. Oh, it's a giant hand. But instead, it's just like oh, here's four odd panels. Let me read what he's saying as he's going on changing these people, saying that he has so much work to do, so many doors to open. This world is built upon lies. The expo. The explanation, uh, ex, I can't even say the word, of Exposition. hope, wealth, love, fame, vanity, greed, winning lottery numbers, but the tools to foretell your true future have always been here right at your fingertips. All you mortals need was the proper key to unlock your fate to let us in. I am that key. Your future is to serve as our sanctuaries. Your bones will be our home, and your world will be mine. Dun, dun, dun. So, uh, yeah, like, when I was reading this, I was so focused on the dialogue and the artwork that, obviously, I wasn't paying attention to the actual panel layout. Um, because he's saying a lot of stuff, and I was trying to take it all in, because it's a it's a cool speech, 
a speech we've heard before, but it was a cool speech, and it was just really cool artwork, and yeah, that, that just took my attention completely, so, but, yeah, so this guy has pretty big plans, um, now I get later, his hands are bloody, no matter how hard I hit, the boy's still there, I can still feel his hand in mine, his skin, his fingers slipping, uh, so yeah, he, his hands are bleeding, then he like wraps them up, uh, I like how the, his logo, uh, his brand is kind of like red as well, um, I think that would be a cool comic booky thing to do, like if he's, if his, like instead of the costume turning red, what if his like brand sort of radiated or changed depending on how corrupt his chi was? I feel like that would make a lot more sense than, like, an entire costume changing. You are correct. It would. Um, like, I don't know I don't know how much Iron Fist these guys have read. No insults to these guys, because if they haven't read any Iron Fist, they are doing a pretty damn good job of getting Danny's character right. But, uh, like, I think there's a lot of cool additions to the quote-unquote Iron Fist lore here that could be used later on. Um, but yeah, so Danny's walking down the street and some super creepy lady. <laughs> nine and, foot tall. Yeah, nine foot tall creepy lady in like a weird ass robe, uh, with like stars and a moon is just like, can to see what your future holds? And Danny's like, I don't believe in this psychic bull. <laughs> she turns into this weird, like her torso's backwards from her, like her head's like a, Freaking harpy sort of thing. I don't know. It's awesome. Again, currently described, but it looks awesome. It's not going to make you throw up. This is going to be like, ooh. <laughs> yep. He's like, there's something you don't see every day. <laughs> yep. She's an understandable reaction, um, and everyone in the back. The funniest like, part is though, she's got four arms, and she's got Danny by all four arms, and she's got him up over her head, and she's like, "You're quite the right vessel." Never sensed such a portal before, and he's like, "I have been working out." <laughs> <laughs> that's why I think. That's why I think everyone's like he's getting everyone possessed because they're well, they're all being treated like gateways, mm-hmm. and they're all like they're still talking to people, so it makes sense that these are like sort of demons possessing them, I guess. Um, I am interested to find out more, but yes, uh, Danny gets thrown into a car for his sass. Um, she so says you'll be home for such wondrous things. She looks really creepy in that first panel on the next page, i got to say. Um, and and he's like, all right, have it your way, let's play. He just starts, um, he's like, now I can, even now I can feel my chi gathering within me like a storm, energy coalescing. I will resist, must resist using my own chi out of anger, even against this thing. But the fight feels comfortable, familiar, like an old friend. Man, when was the last time Danny fought something like this? Never. <laughs> yeah, like, he's, yeah, it's crazy. That's something um, like this. I mean, this ain't a straight-up demon or nothing. This is body-morphing hot mess. And this is saying something. Danny's fought a lot of things. Um, this is, yeah, he's fighting the thing. <laughs> Which mm-hmm. is, hey, an Iron Fist and the Thing crossover? That's something I'm totally down for, obviously. Oh, yeah. Um, and, 
Ben is like, what kind of human are you? And he goes, I'm pissed. I'm exhausted. I'm crawling out of my skin. I am Iron Fist. As he now does have a charged chi hand. I think it's the other person that's crawling out of their skin, literally. Uh, Not you, Danny. Um, That's uh, Then we have Damien here. Uh, Who's the kid? I'm just going to call him Damien for a bit. Uh, My, my, what chi. Danny's like beating the crap out of this thing. And Danny sees the kid and he's like, it can't be, it's you. Yes, it's the kid that fell 80 feet from the... They never say 80 feet. That's just something I... That's my headcanon for this. Um, And he's like, the little evil kid, he's like, forgive the cheap costume, fresh skin is so hard to come by. When I came upon this silent vessel at the hospital, I just had to try try it on for size. Once I did, I saw all his memories, his fall. I saw you, Danny, and I knew I had to have you, your chi, all for myself. Danny's like, hey, please, whatever you are, don't do this. And he goes, oh, my manners, pardon. I am Mo Wang. Wang? I think it's Wang. King of uh, Chinese word for demons. <laughs> and and Danny translate for us, translates that for us, demons. Um, and, and so he goes freaky dicky. Yeah, he goes like Edward Scissorhands, but with more horror and less wigs. Uh, those powers don't belong to you. You're nothing but a guilo, a ghost person. And Danny's like, I know what it means. It's not the first time I've been called a white boy. <laughs> I'm not fighting you. <laughs> and it's true. Uh, Danny got a lot of crap for being that filthy Gaijin, that filthy white boy in Kunlun. Yep. Um, got the crap beat out of him regular. When he was a kid. Later on, he was doing the... He was the crap beater. Yeah. <laughs> Yep. Um, so Danny's like, "Why are you hiding in the boy?" And uh, show your true self. This is how we know that he's dead because the kid responds to this. A vulgar display. Forgive me. The dead always make for serviceable portals. So the dead kid was the first thing he came across. But he's like, "Now that I'm here, I'm ready for a new home. You will do nicely. You Guilo, you are a thief. You don't deserve to possess such chi. What a wonderful home your bones will make for a true warrior." Now, this is where I went on a little mini rant before. I'm going to say it again. You know what? Danny earned that. He beat up a dragon, okay? Did all these other guys beat up a dragon? No. Well, Did he, all the- he, he, he beat up more than a dragon. He beat up every person in his class for the right to beat up the dragon, then beat up the dragon, and then after he beat up the dragon and got the the mark of the Iron Fist or the brand or whatever you want to call it. It's not a tattoo. Then he had to beat up a bunch of guys again and then a giant robot to keep the freaking Iron yeah. Fist. All those idiots on those islands and Ed Brisson's run, they kept calling him a thief, but, well, he showed them that he'd earned his power, that's for sure. Um, okay, you know, was Danny a shitty Iron Fist? Maybe. But he definitely, he definitely earned the Iron Fist. Right. His trials he, were crazy. Did he take it seriously after he got it? Not so much. Yeah, he took, he took punching a hole through Harold Meacham's head seriously until he didn't. So, but hey, that's the whole thing with his character, and why he's a good character who has flaws. Yes. Um. You know, he's not just. I got this superpower to protect your city. I'm out. <laughs> 
See ya. <laughs> but uh, you know, uh, very recently, end of Ed Brisson's run. Holly recommends reading Ed Brisson's run. He protected Kunlun. Everyone thanked him for saving Kunlun, and he smiled. Uh, but this, I am just going to assume in my head that it is set before that happened. Um, but yeah, anyway, just just because you know everyone in comics and outside of comics say Danny didn't earn the Iron Fist. I'm sorry, he did. He fought a dragon. If you fight a dragon, then you can have the Iron Fist. But hey, gotta pass that roadblock. I swear, everyone's Davos. Everyone's turning into Davos. Like, they're all just butt mad. So they go and try to fight the dragon themselves, and the dragon doesn't even think they're worth killing. So they just get super angry. (laughs) I'd love to know how many people the dragon actually killed and just ate. (laughs) Yeah, actually, someone asked me that. Because they go into the one killing a lot of Iron Fists. Uh, someone asked me, he's like, how many Iron Fists did, like, Shaolau, well, prospective Iron Fists did Shaolau kill? And while we never see any, I would assume that's a lot. Yeah. Because <laughs> they don't get them very, they don't get Iron Fists, like, that often, so. Um, yeah. Always found it interesting, though, that the Trial of the One was after the Trial of the Dragon. Like, just saying, I feel like the Dragon should be the final boss, not the sub-boss. Yeah, it was on, but hey. But hey, that's what we got, and it's still cool. So, um, yeah. anyway, Danny's trying to use his chi to fight this guy off, who uh, his face is all like, like now. Um, yeah, now he's like uh, all horned up and red eyed and five thousand teeth, all jagged. It's creepy. And uh, so he stabs like Danny's hand is lit up with chi. The kid thing stabs his hand. He thinks he's going to open a lot of doors. I will rewrite your future, Daniel Thomas Rankai. My, what a long life, what a long lifeline you now have. No! And I think Rebecca pointed out uh, when we were recording that it's nice that his full name is used, Daniel Thomas Rankai, because they don't use the Thomas that much. Yep, or the Kai. They drop that a lot, too. Yeah. Actually, no, because these... Actually, no, these guys know certain parts of Iron Fist, so I'm pretty sure they've read Iron Fist before. Um, or at least did some research. But, uh, yeah, there's more flashbacks. No head injury-induced flashbacks, though. I miss those. Don't you miss those? Not really, no. Mm. Yeah, me neither. <laughs> so, again, again, we relive the child slipping through his hands. And, you know, then we <laughs> cut... After the flashback to uh, Crazy Page, which is also an awesome page, uh, we have Danny, like, bleeding on his chest, or his brand is leaking or something. His body is, like, twisting and contorting. His teeth look like they're in a really unnatural position, and his hand is all, like... <laughs> he looks gross. Uh, not Grover mouth. Yeah, he doesn't, look too, he doesn't look too gross, but he looks, he looks like he's being all twisted up and stuff, and we got all of these awesome, crazy monsters just in the background. It's an awesome page, because it looks like the writer just went crazy with all these different monsters. Like we just have, like, a snake thing. Uh, people, centipedes, weird teeth monsters. I don't know, just look at the... Wow, that chick has a lot of warts on her tongue. Um, and uh, <laughs> and the, ev- the really evil kid, who looks awesome in this panel, I think. It's a... Yeah, I don't know. So this is the end of chapter one. Uh, what did you think of this final page, Carl? 
Oh, the final page is awesome. Yeah, the, the artist just went nuts. Yeah, like when I, I was when I read this for the first time, I was like, "Whoa, that's crazy! <laughs> this is going crazy places." Uh, so that was the end of chapter one, but we will give our full review when we hit the end of chapter two because this has been released with two chapters at once. Oh yeah, by the way, there's going to be six chapters in total, so three releases. It's um, going to be interesting. It's going this long. So this is essentially part one of three. And yes, it's going to be very interesting that it's going this long. And we'll discuss that more when we reach the end, I guess. But now we cut to Emma monologuing, which I'll read out because I like. So we start off with a panel of Danny's hand. These hands are of my making. I conditioned them. Hardened them. I drove both of my fists into a tub of burning sand until my knuckles were wrapped in calluses. And we have obviously him punching into burning sand. And then we have his hands going all finger breaky and wobbly and then gravel breaking breaking the skin letting it bleed and heal toughen then breaking it all over again and finally rock even now i can still feel that ache in my bones the pain radiating through me church bells ringing throughout my body once i plunged my hands into the molten heart of shallow the undying i became iron fist these hands were unstoppable immortal how can I stop my hands now? So that's an awesome montage on that first page, I think, of him plunging his hands into all the different things. Mm -hmm. Total shout-out to the old-school kung fu movies. Yes, uh, specifically Five Fingers of Death. With that. Or is it Five Deadly Venoms? No, they didn't show that in the Venoms. It's been in a lot of kung fu movies where you see the guys punching the, like, giant thing of heated sand and then smaller pebbles and then bigger chunks of rock as they condition their hands. It's been done to death in the Kung Fu movies in the 70s. Wow. Um, and I love I love the description of like church bells ringing throughout his body. Like if you ever have uh, hit something hard, whether deliberately or by accident, and you mess it up, then you can... You do feel like... Your bone on your elbow? Yeah, it, it is like you have church bells... Church bells ring throughout your body. <laughs> There's a great description there. Um, I love the panel where he, he's punching Shaolau in the heart. Obviously, it was different in the actual origin. Like he, but uh, here it's used for artistic effect, I think. And it's pretty cool. Yep. Um, and then the next panel, he's fighting with his hand. Yeah. Well, his hand's going crazy. <laughs> Yeah, his hand's trying to do something, and... Uh, his fingers are morphing. He's got his own hand by the wrist. His his uh, brand is now blood red as he's bleeding it still from it or wherever. His chest wound, because he did get swiped by the kid's claws yes. a few pages ago, so we don't know if the blood's from that or the actual brand itself is bleeding because think, he is infected. I think the blood's from that, because the blood's a different color to the brand. Mm-hmm. Um, and we have this awesome panel of, uh, he's calling him White Boy again, which is hilarious, because he's just rubbing salt in the wound at this point. And I love how he's crouching on the letterbox, and the letterbox, letterbox actually looks like a tombstone, which I think is pretty cool. It's obviously not, because they're in the city, but they've sort of made it look like a tombstone. Um, it's an awesome page. Uh, we have the monster mash again, just like in the background. Uh, they seem to be, like, celebrating that they've got them. Who knows what they're doing? <laughs> but they do look happier than usual. <laughs> um, and, 
Yeah, so Danny's like, he has to convince himself that it's no longer the kid, it's something else entirely. It's the demon, so, uh, you know, Danny, Danny's chi is blocking him from, the demon from taking him over completely. Uh, it's just possessing its hand, it's cut off the rest of him completely. So he lights up his other hand with the iron fist and punches his own hand, which is all going out of control everywhere. Uh, which is the first time I think we've used, uh, he's used the Iron Fist on himself, or he's used it on his other hand. Uh, Definitely. It's the first time he's attacked, had to attack himself. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> and it doesn't work, because his hand does a burning, it, it has the Kung Fu caption, burning dove chop, as he punches himself in the face, and Danny just goes, he just thinks, great, now it's using my own moves against me. So, it's using Kung Fu against him, uh, Danny's Kung Fu against him, which is, uh, you know, not good, and pretty funny, and now it's choking him, uh, wrapping all its things around, uh, then it, he's just fighting with it, and then it does a tiger scratch on him, he slams it against the wall, reverse strike of the silkworm's tooth, punches him in the face again, so, <laughs> Danny, uh, the evil hand grabs Danny's head and throws himself through a window, which is just awesome. Um, yeah, pretty funny. Yeah. Into it, a toy store. Yeah, it looks great. And yeah, the toy store. So we have a Deadpool figure, Captain America, Iron Man. Uh, Thomas the Train. Groot's. <laughs> yeah, Thomas the Tank Engine, Groot's, uh, some weird... Oh, behind the Captain America car is some weird tentacle thing. Yeah, it's Cthulhu, uh, clearly. <laughs> and then we have, like, a little girl doll with, like, a pink Punisher t-shirt, which I thought was really weird. Yeah. It's like, do they sell, like, just Punisher? Like, he's a vigilante. He's not considered a superhero. Um, <laughs> anyway. Uh, yep, so... um. So the demon boy is coming through the window hole going, bravo, bravo. What does the good book of your people say in these times like these? Don't let the left hand know what the right hand is doing. He's making bad puns at Danny. Uh, and Danny's just saying, I've been on the receiving end of a lot of punches, never my own. And he gets a golden star gouge to the face. You can feel his chi slipping, losing his grip. I can feel. I And then... Gets punched in the head again, and he's kind of, like, dazed and collapsed. And his hand is, like, dragging him just by crawling along the ground, like the Adams family. Uh, you know, and he's like, that's it. Come to Adams me. family slash Ash and Evil Dead 2. Yeah, this if you've seen Evil Dead 2, this is, uh, yeah. Reminiscent. Very reminiscent. And, uh, what was it, Idle Hands as well? Anyway, um... Yeah, so Danny tries to pin his hand to the ground by shoving a shard of glass in it, which really pisses off the demon, because he's like, hey, you're ruining my new suit. So he's like, if I can't have my new suit, the, nobody the can. Demon, the demon right there looks totally out of a Hellboy comic in that one panel. He does, yes. Uh, one of the demons, Hellboy would probably just swat with his big hand. <laughs> um, so he starts... Energy training energy draining, taking so much out of me, I can't keep my grip much longer. And he punches a double-decker bus, and the people start to fall from the top. Yeah, and these people and are just filming everything on their iPhones and stuff. And it's like, hey, 
that's what you get. You just film there instead of getting out of there. Then, like, none of them are trying to get out of there. They're all leaning over trying to see what's happening. And, of course, the bus falls down and Danny has to try and save them all. He kind of does. Uh, I do like that little detail on the first panel, how the creepy chick things, like, around the corner following. I don't know. Um, but, yeah, Danny saves them from falling despite his hand fighting him. He's trying to just run away. But his hand just starts punching like cars. And I don't know if he's doing that or it's doing that. I think it's doing the, that. What would be the point of it just punching windows? His head through the window, I can see, but yeah, he's, randomly punching windows is just odd. His hand smashed his own head against the window. Um, and the kids just jumped on him, like piggybacking, but the bad kind. He's like. Uh, Construction work is just like, huh? <laughs> mine, mine. You're ruining my suit. He's starting to kind of act like a kid a bit. Um, yep. He seems pretty happy though. And he's like tackling Danny, and he's like, you know, it's a waste of a good body, but this is Danny's uh, resisting it too much, so he decides. To make a few alterations. Yes, he's like, perhaps I should simply take out the stitch work and start it all over again. Or maybe I can salvage this flesh. So he hemmed the sleeves. He decided to hem the sleeves. And he cuts off Danny's cheat-charged hand. Yeah, he cuts off oh. his hand. Oh. Flashback. Flashbacks. Good flashbacks. <laughs> I like them. Um, so you have Danny meditating in the first one. And... Uh, it's kind of a flashback of all the most important things in his life, from the like with a. The hand is done. Yes, with a, with a sp- perspective on his right hand. So he's holding Misty's hand in one of them. He's like training in the other one. He's uh, doing the Predator bro shake with Luke Cage. Yeah. Uh, and he's reaching out to his mother, being devoured by wolves. Ah! With a uh, his hand. There's more kung fu training, meditation, and then the last panel is the chick writing her number on his hand. Um, yeah, no Colleen showing up. <laughs> Just pointing that out. Who am I without my fists? Actually, I'm surprised he... I guess it would have been redundant, but like, I'm surprised they didn't have him reaching out to like falling Wendell. With true. Hand. But that might have that just been true. redundant with his mother getting eaten by wolves, which is a much more hardcore death, honestly. Or maybe they looked into it and his left hand is out. <laughs> maybe. Maybe. Uh, then we cut to Danny just face planted on the ground with his hands. He's like, who am I now? Who am I without my fist? Uh, and uh, gets up, evil dead slash Adam's family style and starts crawling away. Uh, at this point, I expect Danny to attach a chainsaw to his hand. Yes. <laughs> um, a chi <Awesome>. chainsaw. <laughs> I wouldn't put like I wouldn't put that past Carrie Andrews. I could totally see him doing something like that. Um, oh yeah, definitely. Yeah. In fact, if he's listening, he'll probably use that. <laughs> um. So his chi. Uh, he's saying a fragment of his chi must be trapped in his hand, which is how it can sort of pull around on its own, aside from the magic, I guess. Um, he can still sense uh, Chi within him, though. Not much. Not enough. It's being cleaved from him. 
uh, you know, he must get his hand back, reverse the spell somehow, reconnect my chi again. Where is my ah? Then he gets drunken wops, wops, uh, drunken wasp stings in the face by his own hand, um, and he keeps fighting it. He's got a piece of rebar he's beating it with, and it goes after a baby. A baby. He just bats yeah. it off with the rebar, and the baby's like, "Oh, you oh. don't!" And the baby's like, "Hey, that's Iron Fist." <laughs> And then he pins it to the ground. You're not going anywhere. And then, oh, he's struck from behind by one of the mutated palm readers looking all human centipede-like. Then he Come on, show me what you got. Kicks her into something. Yeah. And uh, I really love this next part where he's got, like, a classic kung fu stance. Except yep. his hands missing, but he's still like he's just fighting all these demons. Um, he's gonna punch he's him like, "Is that all? I can take all you ugly ass palmies with one hand tied behind my back." And it's just cool. It's just awesome. It's cool seeing Danny just be like an awesome martial artist fighting all these demons with one hand. I don't know. Uh, it's I never expected to get this, but now that I have it, it's fantastic. I really love this panel. Um, and then the hand comes the, back to turn the tides. <laughs> yeah, the demons kind of got him pinned, and the hand runs up and grabs him by the face, and he's gasping. And I don't know what's going on in that next panel, if something's coming out of him or what. Is it like Alien? <laughs> I don't know. I can't tell. Is it like chi? Is sucking more chi out of him? Is it spit? Is it, yeah, I don't know. it kind of looks like it is. I mean, he, he does he have the... Hmm, I don't think... Does Danny have the capability to drain someone else's chi? So, like, there was that whole thing... Now, I know it's a recent run, but i kind of forgotten, but he does drain people's chi in the Trial of Seven Masters. Well, yeah, he, like, takes it from them. Yeah. So, I guess, I mean, his hand can probably do it then. Um, but I'm not sure if he took it from them, like, with, like, his center, like, with the brand. No, no, I think he did a similar thing, like, he plunged his hands on them, kind of like Shao Lao, and temporarily got a boost from them. Yeah. So may- maybe his hand's doing the same thing here. I don't know. I like that idea, though. It would make sense. But now it jumps off his face and onto Demon Boy's shoulder, and he's complaining that you've ruined a perfectly good suit. What good is your skin to me now? Damn, Guilo. If I can't have your flesh for myself, I'll just take the parts I like. No! As he's absorbing now Iron Fist's hand onto his own body. I'll stitch it together in a patchwork suit. Fits like a glove. Yeah. And then clocks Danny right in the face with his own chi-powered fist. Over and over again. Danny kicks his legs out from under him. And yeah, Daddy's observing, like, even with my strength, he's slow. His power has exceeded the body he's inhabiting. It's too small for him. It's just a boy's body, not a man's, not even human anymore. Not a... So Daddy's pinned him to the ground. Uh, he's overcome him, but... The kid demon turns on the waterworks. He's like, please no. don't hurt me. You let me go when I needed you most. And all the demons are getting a kick out of it in the background. Um, <laughs> That causes Danny, of course, to pause and then gives him his moment. Ah, such a bleeding heart you have. I'm tired of playing as he socks him again right in the teeth with a chi-charged fist. And then again, um, 
Now he's got the upper hand. He's on top of Danny, pounding the crap out of him. You can have the scraps. Leave nothing but the bones. Time to tailor the rest of my suit. Something that fits. Dun, dun, dun. Then not so fast. Where do you think you're going? As demons are being flung through the air and Danny's being lifted up from the ground by a familiar yellow-colored shirt. Don't worry, I got you, pal. You're safe now. You're with friends. As Luke Cage is holding Danny's bloody body, but behind him is an entire army of mutated palm readers. To be continued. continued. Next chapter. And we have a cover for the next chapter, and it's like the demon kid crawling all over Danny, and Danny's like, ah! Uh, very horror sort of thing. So, yeah, lots to talk about. Um... I have to say, Connor, honestly, I enjoy the book more every time I reread it. Yeah? My original run through this book, I did not enjoy it. I'm like, this should be like a Doctor Strange story, not an Iron Fist story. But uh, uh, this is like the fourth time reading it now, and it's it gets better every time I read it, honestly. See, I want more Iron Fist stories that are like Doctor Strange stories. I love the mystic side of Iron Fist, which is never really... You know, this is a full-on mystic story, but it's also he's also still using martial arts and stuff. So I really love, I love horror, I love magic, and this is having Iron Fist fight both of those. I love when my favorite characters encounter horror and magic, as you all know, Carl. And now Iron Fist is getting his turn, and I love it. I think the tone really suits him as well. I think it's a good fit for Iron Fist. Um, well, it's definitely it. different. It's a brush a breath of fresh air which needed to be done yes it's it's definitely different it's not it's not a i mean it has that sort of self-loathing there but it's not it's not another am i worthy you know what i mean right it's something that happened presently it's not the whole wow wow <laughs> i left kunlun and you know now i'm sad it's more like Ah, my hand, and <laughs> uh, kid falling off the... You know, it, it's more, he failed. He failed at something, you know, unrelated to, like, Kunlun, and he's just, you know... Uh, yeah, um, I still think... I still think the hand uh, got a bit too silly in some spots. That was sort of, like, inconsistent with the tone of the rest of the book. That being said, uh, eh, you know, you're going to have what you're going to have. It's a hand, a powered hand running around. What do you expect? That's true. I mean, that being said, I still really enjoyed it. And I did think it would, some moments were just absolutely hilarious. Like when he's throwing himself through the wall or the hands using like Kung Fu moves against him. Um, and to bring up another movie, I believe it is called, it's old. It's really old. It's either late seventies, early eighties. I think it is just called the hand. It stars Gene Wilder, believe it or not, in a completely psychopath role. It's a horror movie, and it is creepy as all get out. Rebecca would definitely not watch it. (laughs) But he is a comic book artist. Okay. Gets his hand severed in a car accident. And what then happens is, wow. See if you can find it, watch it. It is severely messed up. Yeah. I'll, um... Alright, yeah, I'll add that to the list. Uh, uh, did you... I'm not sure why he's using his white costume. Who knows? 
But maybe like you, you said it, maybe this takes place a ways back. And because of that, it is in the white costume. That would make sense. Yeah. But Quinlan wasn't gone a ways back. Or was it? Who knows? Quinlan's been gone before, uh, albeit briefly, but as happened. Um, you know, we have that plant people apocalypse. So. <laughs> it's great. <laughs> Bring them back. Uh, yeah. Plant people, no one can pronounce the name. I thought, yeah, I thought this was awesome. Um, I, it, I share a lot, of, it appeals to a lot of my interests, my horror interests. I love, one of the things I love the most about horror is the protagonists. If I give a crap about the protagonist, and if they're, you know, if they're a good character, then that makes me like horror all the more. And Danny, obviously we like Danny here, so seeing Danny get put up against these unfathomable, horrible things, but it's still kept, it's still kept within sort of his, uh, I don't want to say mythology, but it's, it's not completely out of left field, if you know what I mean. Yeah. Um... You know, as you said, it is akin to Doctor Strange stuff. You know, it's like, hey, Danny, call Doctor Strange. Um, but yeah, uh, speaking of... Or Senior Magico. Uh, yes, yeah, Senior Magico. Cool idea that got played to death. Um, yeah, that being said, the, the artwork in this might not be for some people, but I think it really suits the style of stories. Kind of like Mike Mignola. Mike Mignola's always said he hates drawing people, but he loves drawing monsters. An atmosphere. We get a similar vibe from this. Not that the people look bad, but they just look very. Uh, they're very like. Hmm, what's the good? What's a good word for it? They're not realistic I looking. I like. I like to call this art style fast and gritty. Yeah. Yeah, that's what I kind of call it. It's. It's. Uh, yeah. It's being done more and more. You're still getting the story. It's. It's. It's presentable. It still looks good. It's just, it's not the Marvel way from back in the 80s. And, you know, Marvel used to literally have a book they would hand out to their artists saying, you're going to draw this way. Yeah. And that was kind of the unison of why everything kind of looked similar back in those days. And yeah. Marvel, Marvel has stepped away from that. You're going to see a bunch of different art styles. Uh, you're going to see stuff, you know, that belongs to museum walls, and then you're going to see stuff that more like is similar to more like graffiti you'd see in some high wall. Yeah. But it's about telling a story. It's not 100% on the art. I think, I don't know. For me, for me, the art is just as important as the story in this, in this book especially. I feel like the art I enjoyed as much as, if not, I probably enjoyed the art more than the story, honestly. I love the monster designs. I love the atmosphere. I love the coloring. Uh, the atmosphere it's set up. Uh, the art. I don't want to go as far as to say as it made the story for me, but man, it's, uh, it sets it apart. It makes it look unique. Oh no, this, this art style definitely fit, fits the story with, with, without a doubt. Yeah, it's kind of, I don't want to do it as and, a service, but it reminds me of the Power Man and Iron Fist run. Colors. And the colorists, the Marvel seems to grab the some of the most talented colorists out there. Yeah. Because it always, they always, at least in the Iron Fist books, I can't say for every Marvel book out there, but as far as Iron Fist goes, they've had a fantastic run of colorists. Yeah. In fact, uh, even art-wise, Iron Fist has had a fantastic run of artists. Um, 
gotten pretty lucky, I guess. But yeah, it, it kind of reminds me of it's very stylistic, very tailored towards the story they're telling, and that sort of reminds me of just how this succeeds. Reminds me of how the Power Man and Iron Fist run we covered failed, kind of spectacularly failed, in my opinion. Um, this does a similar thing, but it does everything right, whereas that sort of did a lot of things wrong. Um, I mean, I can't, honestly, for me, my jam, my taste, I can't praise this artwork enough. Uh, I mean, I wouldn't go as far as, like, it's 10 out of 10 artwork, but, man, I really love it. I love, you know, I, I get, like, BPRD vibes as well from it sometimes. If anyone's ever read that sort of BPRD stuff, especially stuff like Plague of Frogs. Guy Davis. Yeah, yeah, it reminds me of that, uh, especially the way people look. Um, let's talk about... So, I was actually surprised to see another character popping up here. I thought this was just going to be an Iron Fist thing. Like, I didn't think there'd be any other superheroes in it. Uh, it was definitely felt like it was set up that way. Um, mm -hmm. Oh, yeah, I was definitely shocked to see Luke Cage at the end. Yeah, I was shocked too. Like, I was... If they did have another character, I was expecting Doctor Strange, or Sh hey, maybe Shang-Chi. Uh, was not expecting Luke Cage. I'm not complaining, um, but this is not, this is not, like, this might be a possible type of story for Iron Fist, but this is not a Luke Cage story at all, as in, like, I, Luke Cage, yeah, this isn't really something that I can see Luke Cage going up against. To be honest with you, the person who I would love to have seen there instead of Luke Cage, who I think would have been a better fit, would have been Blade. Ah, uh, Blade's in it. <laughs> Even so, let's be honest. You're right. And it, it would have been really out of left field as though you'd have been like, whoa, there's Blade showing up. But, um, yeah, one of the guys from Damnation. <laughs> well, I mean, think Moonlight. about it. Oh, God. We got crazy monsters. Let's get a crazy superhero in there. Throw a Moon Knight. That's in there. true. Yeah. Um, and I didn't go, oh, God, because Moon Knight's a bad character. I went, oh, God, because Moon Knight fans are crazy obsessed whenever he appears in anything. So <laughs> if, like, the fact that we mentioned Moon Knight here, they're probably all going, oh, I bet Moon Knight's going to appear next issue. Um, so. This podcast is going to have 200 more listens because I mentioned Moon Knight. Yeah. Oh, Moon Knight mentioned in a podcast. Go listen to it. Um, I, I, the reason I really like that it was Luke Cage is because he's so out of place in this type of story. Like, I'm really interested to see how it's he definitely not in his wheelhouse. No, it's not. It's not at all. Like, this is not. And I'm really interested to see how they proceed with this. How Luke Cage interacts with this crazy crap. How. And will the demon boy take part of Luke? <laughs> I and I hope they just keep it to Luke Cage. I hope it's just Luke Cage and Danny. Um, it's yeah, it's got me really excited for what's to come. I'm also really excited to learn more about what the hell is going on. Um, these creatures and stuff. Uh, I, um, yeah, the writers have definitely got me hooked on yeah. this one. What are these doorways they're going to open? We don't know. Yeah, and I'm also interested, like, Danny's hand's gone. Where's that going to go? Now, a lot of you are probably thinking of Davos. That dude just grew a chi hand. 
is Danny going to do that? Like, did the writers... Because I'm not going to lie, I forgot that happened. <laughs> until Carl reminded me. It's because I read Immortal Line for so long ago, but... You mean, you'd think that would stick out, right? But for some reason, it just... Uh, but, uh, yeah, maybe Danny will do that. I don't... I, I think Danny will get his hand back. I don't think this is a permanent change. Yeah, I think it's going to get reattached. Um, but, yeah, also this story... But who knows? We'll have to wait and see. Its premise reminds me a lot of uh, you hardcore Iron Fist fans out there. A lot of the story arc Iron Fist Breathless, also known as Iron Fist Volume 4, has weird sort of manga-style art. Um, artwork wasn't great, but the story was good. Had a similar setup where Danny was fighting a criminal in an alleyway and a bullet ricocheted and killed a child. And that drove a lot of Danny's guilt. And there was like a weird death cult thing going on. And Danny actually kills in that story. Um, similar sets this. They're, they're different enough that this doesn't feel like a rehash, though. Yeah, that um, wasn't odd, Mini. I'm not going to lie. It was very odd. Yeah, I liked it. Uh, I can understand the art taking people out of it. But again, that was like a mystical sort of story, which I always appreciate. So, yeah. Um, no, I'm not being paid by Marvel. Just because I I'm praising this book a lot because I really enjoyed it. I guess I don't really have anything else to add. Um, I definitely recommend picking this up for yourself. Yep, it's it definitely good. Uh, uh, again, it's right now it's digital, but when it is finished, it will be released as a graphic novel. So you can physically hold it in your hand. Then uh, I would want. I would just like to apologize for all the listeners. Uh, Connor is 14 hours ahead of me, getting time that we can talk to one another to do this is relatively rough. Uh, most of the time, I'm up at 5.30 in the morning prepping to be on at 6 when my kids are still sleeping. Yeah. Unfortunately, that didn't happen today, and my 8-year-old doesn't talk. He just screams. And so I've been fighting the mute button this whole conversation yeah, and having was, to... Yeah. Carl goes quiet sometimes, and that's why. <laughs> yes, I have to go deal with incidents that are happening in the house with the three kids who totally love each other. Not. <laughs> yeah. So. But sorry for that. Yeah, don't worry. Um, our listeners will understand. They've put up with worse from us before. So, <laughs> you know, it's all good. Um, yeah, what, what can I say? Uh, pick this up if you're an Iron Fist fan. Uh, if you want, like, a real sort of another sort of martial arts-oriented story, uh, you're not going to get that. I still recommend reading it because it's exploring Danny's character, which is always good. It's putting him in... Oh, well, we, we do have martial arts in it. We have flashbacks. Oh, we do, but we, have, we don't have, like, martial arts Most of the martial arts, arts are done by hand. You know, we don't have Iron Fist fighting Davos or anything. Um, True. Uh, it explores more of Danny's character. I always like character studies. Uh, you know, it's... I mean, if you like horror, comics... And if you like Iron Fist, you're in for a real treat. Uh, otherwise, give this a go. It's different. It's weird. See what you think. Uh, uh, big, let us know what you think. Yeah, let us know, uh, because I know a few of you out there actually made me aware of this. Uh, they're like, hey, have you read Phantom Limb yet? And I'm like, no. And they're like, ooh, it's horror. And I'm like, ooh, baby. So, yeah, uh, send us an email. Let us know what you thought of it. 
Uh, any speculation or any hopes for the future? Um, yeah, this comic gets a big, giant thumbs up from me. Me also, even though I got a half thumbs up originally after rereading it a couple times. Again, like I said, I enjoyed it more every time I reread it. Yeah, uh, this 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 was going to be a pretty fitting Halloween episode, but unfortunately, we're a bit late with that. Uh, only about a few it's, days, though. So Sam, Sam Hain hated us and made four recordings fail. Yeah, no, we were cursed. Um, but, yeah, I don't know. Anything else, Carl? No, I'm good. That's about it. I think the next part of this actually drops soon, so yes, hopefully... Yes, five days, I believe. Yeah, hopefully it maintains its quality. Uh, if it's dropping in five days, we'll definitely be covering the next part of this. As I said, uh, yeah, I'll remind you all, no, Power Man and Iron Fist coverage is not over. No, it's still coming. It's just the new stuff is taking precedence. Yeah, and it's a huge run. Like, it's a huge oh, yeah. run. So it's good to have breaks now and then. And plus, we're getting, it looks like we're getting some, we're getting Power Man in Iron Fist anyway. Not mm-hmm. in a, not in that way. In a, he's appearing in his comic book way. Oh, man. Uh, my real question is, are we going to be covering the third section of this in, a, in order, or is Typhoid Mary going to drop before the third part drops? So that's the only question I have. We're, we'll, be, we'll be covering whichever drops first, but that's my only real question is, are, is this going to be complete before Typhoid hits or not? We I don't hope have the answer. I hope it's complete when Typhoid hits, but who knows? Either way, I hope you guys enjoyed this spooky issue. Thanks for listening. Thanks for listening. Until next time, uh, keep an eye on your hands. May, may it stay attached to your body. Yeah. Peace. Take care. Iron Fist and all other characters in these comics are properties of Marvel and Disney. Any musical images we use belong to their respective copyright holders. We do this for fun, so please don't sue us. You can contact us at sons of the dragon podcast at gmail.com. Just send us mail, comments, thoughts, anything you want, really. It doesn't even have to be related to Iron Fist. If you don't want it read on the air, though, make sure you mention that. You can also find us on Facebook, the Immortal Iron Fist Podcast, Sons of the Dragon. Our Twitter, at Iron Fist Podcast. Our SoundCloud, soundcloud.com forward slash sons of the dragon, uh, hyphens where the spaces are. Our YouTube, Connor Carl. Just search Iron Fist Podcast and you'll find us real quick. We are also on iTunes. If you find us there, give us a review and rate us. If it's less than five stars, please say why so we can improve the show. And we're on Podcast Garden in the literature section. And last but not least, head over to our WordPress, Sons of the Dragon, the immortal That's where I put all the show notes. And I would like to thank Thomas Tissot for letting us use his Iron Fist theme song for the start of our show. And finally, thanks to you guys for listening.